Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Kuf Samech Beis. We are in the middle of Siv Dalad. We are on the top line of page 116. The Mechaber says on the top line of 116, If a person washed his hands from the Tilas Yadayim, and someone else came along and touched his hands that didn't wash his hands, while your hands were still wet from the water, you have to dry your hands and start all over again. So you completed your Nathilas Yadayim, as we'll see in the Mishabura, and someone who didn't wash yet comes along and touches your wet hands, so you must dry your hands and start over again. Because the person who didn't wash touches the water on your hands, he's metameh, the water, which in turn is metami, your hands. Therefore, one must be careful. When you wash the third pouring of water on your hands, as we discussed last night, the first washing is to get rid of the lichluch. It doesn't really count as an atilas yadayim. And then you wash the two times in the atilas yadayim. So the mechaber over here says, therefore... A person has to be careful when he pours the third time on one hand, He should not touch one of his hands to his other hand. Until you pour three times on both hands, don't touch your hands together. Or you can pour the third time, or all the times on both hands together as one. As we have learned, that also will not be a problem if your hands touch, because then we view them if they're together for the Natila as if they're one hand. If you washed each hand with its own revias, then you don't have to worry about all this. So let's see the Mishaburu now. Again, the first point of the Mishaburu was, if you washed your hands, you completed your Natila, and someone who didn't wash touches your hands while they're wet, you got a problem, you have to dry your hands and start again. Says the Mishaburu, Sev Kotam Emhei, Im Nogabahem, V'af Shekfar Notel Yodav Gam B'mayim Shniim. Even if you completed your washing, you did the regular two pourings of the Natila on your hands, O B'Revias B'Vas Achas, or you poured a Revias at one time, Shekfar Nitaru Yodav Lagamri, in that case, your hands are totally purified already. Since a person touched your hands when they were wet, when he had not washed his hands yet, you must dry your hands. You have to start again. So again, the Mishabu is explaining over here the first point of the Mechaber. You finished washing your hands. You either did the two washings or you did a revias on one time where your hands are totally tahor and the water is tahor. You're good to go. But while your hands are still wet, someone that didn't wash touches your hands. So you got a problem. You have to dry your hands and start again. If you look at note number 34, he points out, <laughs> So let's say a person had his hands wet in the middle of a Suda, and someone who didn't wash his hands touches his hands. The Chazanish writes, In that case, you will not need to wash again. The only problem over here is that you're in the middle of your Natila, your hands are still wet. Since your hands are still wet, you're in the middle of the Natila, that's when we are worried about the tahara of your hands, and if someone touches them who is tummy, you have to dry them and start again. But if you're in the middle of your 
your suda, you're not in the middle of Nathila Sidayim. So if your hands happen to be wet and someone touches them, it is not a problem. You don't have to wash again. The even though we're discussing over here where you completed your Nathila as well, so long that you do not dry your hands yet, it's considered you're in the middle of Nathila, and therefore you have to be careful about the tahara of your hands. So the Chazanish is pointing out this Shulchan Aruch is Badafka talking about Bishas Natila, but if it would be later on in the middle of the Sudha, your hands get wet and someone touches it, that would not be a problem. Says the Mishaburavitis of Kotan Men Vav. The person by touching your hands when they're wet, we said you need to dry them and start again. The Mechaber said, Because that person was the metame of your hands through the water that was on them. Ratzalomer means to say, The water became tame from his touching it. And then the water that became tame in turn is metame your hands. Sivkata Mem Zayin is going on the next point of the Mechaber. The Mechaber then said, Therefore, you need to be careful when you're pouring Mayim Shlishim, which is the Shniim Levad Rishonim. He called it the third washing, which is the second besides the first washing. Says the Mishabur Memzaim Sharishonim Boim Rak Lahosir Haluch Lochanal Basabez, like we learned earlier. That the first pouring that we're discussing over here was not really the Natila Shadaim, it was only to get off some dirt that might be there, so you can do your two more washings afterwards. So the Mechaber is telling us that if you washed already the third time, meaning you did number one to get rid of the Lechluch, and then you did a full Natila Shadaim of two times on one hand, and your other hand was not washed the third time yet, you should make sure your two hands do not touch. Says the Mishiburis of Shilo Yiga Yad One hand should not touch the other hand. The other hand that was only washed one time, we know how low The water on his hands are tamei, And if the hand that has poured on it only one time, so the one time purifies the hand, but the water becomes tamei from the hand. So you have tamei water that now is touching your other hand that was purely tahor. So now you got a problem. But the evidence, if your hands did touch each other at that point, yesh omrim she'ein tzarech lenagva. Some say that you do not need to dry them and start again. Rak no sein achar kach mayim alea pamachas. You only have to pour water on it one more time. You don't have to start over. Dekevan shekfar hoyu tahorim lagamri. Since your hands were already torn totally, that hand was totally torn. You washed it already all three times. Afal pish nitmu miyad ha'acheres. Even though it became tummy again from the other hand, mahani. Mayim Hashnim Lataram, there it would help to have just the Mayim Shnim be Matar that water. But Vyesh Omrin Degam Bazet Sarach Lanagva Kemo Benogabam Acher. Others argue and say, no, the same way that we just said before, if someone else touches your hands when they're wet, after you Matar your hands, you have to dry them and start again. So too, if one of your hands touches your other hand after it was totally Tahar, since it was still wet, you also have to start again. And if you look at note 35, the Chazanish has very strong words to say against the Farshita. These words of the Yamshel Shlomo, that is the source of the first sheet of the Mishabura, as the Sharetzion points out, they are very wondrous. The water that's on your second hand that was only washed one time, that water is Tameh. And that water, if it touches your other hand, is Metameh, 
The other hand, and it cancels out and nullifies the two washings you did on the other hand. And now you have on your hands Tame water that did not come about through the Natila. If you pour water on it again, that won't help you at all as I go into the mikvah holding your sherets. As we learned the last couple of nights, Mayim Shniem can only be Matar water that became Tame by going on your hands at Natila. Not over here where it came about from touching the other hand. Therefore the Chazanir says that in this case we absolutely must go with the second Shita. Just like we said before, if someone else touches your hands after they're washed, but they're still wet, you have to wash again, dry them and wash again. So too if one hand touches the other hand after the, after the one hand was already totally her, you have to dry it and start again. Sivkatan Memtes, we pointed out the last point in the Machaber was, if you washed each hand with the Revius, then we're not concerned with all this. Says the Mishabura Memtes, what's a lomer, it means to say, Kemosha Kasumi Kodam, like we said earlier in the Machaber, once you wash with the Revius on each hand, you don't do, need to do a second pouring at all. And you're allowed to rub your hands together, because if you use a full Revius on your hands, there's no tame water, it's metai your hands, and the Revius of water does not become tame. So both hands are good to go, you can rub them together, you're fine. But like we said before, even if you totally purified your two hands, you still have to make sure that someone else didn't wash yet, does not touch your hands while they are wet, like we just said in Sivkot and Memhei. The Kosava Chai Odom, the Chai Odom writes, Timikomokom imkfar beirach al natilas yadayim veniskar. If you already made the brach of al natilas yadayim and then you remember that someone touched your hands when they were wet and he didn't wash yet, yachsor viital yodav, you should in fact go back and wash, but velo yivarech, you would not make another bracha. The Sharetzion explains in Oslamites, Dezehadin gufa shehiskem amogin avrom, de revias lo mahani le imnoga bahem acher o yodo ashni. This idea that we said before that once you wash your hands with the revius, it won't get affected if it's touched by anyone else. That's not really so pashit. And if you look at note 39, he writes, What the Sharetzion means to say over here is that which the Nishmas Adam writes as follows. It seems from the fact that the poskim are not mechalik. The same way that when you wash your hands with the revius of water, so the revius is matar your hands and your hands do not affect the water. So too if you wash the revius of water on one hand, it's immune from tumma. Once you wash one hand with the revius, if the other hand touches it or another person touches it, it will not affect that hand, it will not be matame that hand again. So therefore, since there is this sheet of the Nishvas Adam that says that once you wash your revias, you're good to go, that's why the Mishaburu over here says even if you touched someone else's hands, you wouldn't make another bracha, because in fact it's not so pasha that you need to start your natila again. So therefore we will wash again, but we will not make a bracha. And now the Mishaburu says a very important thing. We're halfway through the Mishaburu and Sifkat and them tests. Here we get very lamaisa. Kasu ha'achronim, the achronim right. In notal ha'kli biyodo halacha. 
if you took the kli in your wet hand, meaning, hainu biyad hayamin, you took the cup in your right hand that was wet, why was it wet? You started washing by pouring water using your left hand onto your right hand. So now your right hand is wet. It had one pouring on it. Now you take the clay with that hand. So now assuming your hand did not have a revias poured on, so your hand was metami, the water, you only had one pouring. That water touches the handle. Now you have tummy water going on the handle. Him. The Mayim Rishonim that went on your right hand are Tomei. And now you touch the handle. Then when you pass the cup to your left hand again, to pour a second time on your right hand, so your other hand now is becoming Tomei. In other words, you wash with your left hand on your right hand. Now you take the kli in your right hand. So now your right hand's water is metami the handle. And now you put it to your left hand. And now your left hand becomes tummy. You have to dry it and start again. The Eitzah to avoid this problem is one of two things. Number one, like we've seen a million times already. You use the Revias at one time and then the water is not tummy, so there's no concern if it passed the cup back and forth. Or the other Eitzah is that you don't do one on the right hand, one on the left hand, one on the right hand, one on the left hand like we do by Nagavasar. You do two pourings on the right hand and then two pourings on the left hand and then you avoid this problem because if you pour the first time on your right hand, even if it's less than a revias where your hand becomes tar, the water becomes tummy. you pour a second time on your right hand, that's matar the water. So now when you pass the coast to your right hand, your right hand has no tummy water on it and there is no concern and that is why we wash the way we wash, that we did two on the right hand, two on the left Left hand, that way, even if we're not using Revias at one time by the first pouring, we are avoiding this problem. Now, there is an interesting Sharetzion over here. It's a little lengthy. I'd like to speak it out. He does bring down, if you look at Mem Aleph, I'll read a little bit of it, but I'll really speak it out. I saw the Pisrei Tshuva writes, That before you wash, you should make sure the handle of the Kli is totally dry. Because if it's going to be wet, he's worried that if the clay is wet, when you take it with your first hand to start the washing, so now you're causing problems because your hand is becoming tummy from the water on that Kli, you're being metami, your, your hands being metami, the water on that kli, and that's gonna cause all the problems. So he basically says that the problem is even starting any kind of natila with water on the, on the coast is gonna be a problem. The Chavaz Chaim argues with him and says, no. Bidafka, we said in the Mishabura, the problem was, that when your right hand that was washed already touches the kli, that makes the kli have tummy water on it, because it's only water that was done through an atila that causes a problem. But if your hand is touching it the first time before it ever washed, so then there's no tumba. Your hand touching the water on the kli is like we learned earlier. If you put your hand in a kli of water, your hand's not metame. It's only the water that became tummy from the natila that's a problem, and that we're avoiding what the Mishabura says, but we're not worried, says the Chavaz Chaim, about taking the kli initially when it is wet with our hands that is not a problem if you look at note number 40 he does write as a, as a bottom line the kli shemeshamish 
So a kli that was used for netila, v'yadua sha'ozna v'tuvos machma shenogu bo'acherim tol k'day shenotli yadayim. If you know that this kli is wet from other people that wash netilas yadayim, so Rav Yashiv says, shekevan sh'amasas ha'shekel kosav shekayom lo rabim yodim lito kadim. The master shekel writes that nowadays people don't really know how to wash their hands properly. They didn't come to the Mishabura share for hilchos netilas yadayim to know that you should use a whole revias each time to avoid any any kind of tumah, so you don't know what the person before you did. So there says Rav Yashiv, maybe in fact the water on that kli is tummy from an etilas yadayim, and therefore you have a problem. You should dry it off. You have to be worried that maybe the moish over there is by someone who didn't wash his hands the proper way. Either he didn't do two on one hand, two on the other hand, or use the revias at one time. He didn't wash properly, and therefore the result is water that's tummy from the netila. But he goes on to say that if you just find the clay in the sink, and it happens to be wet, you don't have to be worried, because maybe just the faucet, the water poured over it, it's only a concern, Rav Yashiv says, in a case where you know the coast is used for Natila, people don't necessarily know what they're doing, so then you should dry the kli, because there's a concern. But if you have no idea what the kli was used for, there's just a kli sitting in the sink and it's wet, you would not have to dry it off. We don't have to be choshish that maybe it was used the last time by someone who did Natila, said, I am the wrong way, and there's water that's tummy from the Natila. Because again, if the water is not from the Natila, it's not a problem. He does go out and note and explain that according to the Chazanish, this is not true. The Chazanish says you always have to dry the Kli. So the Machlok is the Mishabur and the Chazanish. For other reasons, the Chazanish says the Kli must always be dry. The Chavetz Chaim holds the Kli does not have to be dry. It only needs to be dry if the water on it is tummy water from an Atila. That's when you have problems. I and Shem, the rest of the 40, the rest of the Sharetzion, we're going to go right to now in the Machaber Sif. Hey. According to what we wrote, it comes out like this. That which one hand is going to become tame by rubbing it with its friend, with the other hand, is dafka benotel yodo achas. That's specifically if you wash one hand. You only wash one hand and then you rub the two hands, then you get into problems. But if you want to wash both hands together as one from the beginning and they're touching, it's not a problem because they're viewed as one hand and you're good to go. Since you wash them together, even though they're touching, it's not a problem. Only if you wash one and not the other and then you rub them together, then you have problems. Even if you have four or five people that line their hands up next to each other or on top of each other and they're all touching, as we saw earlier, that's all considered like one hand, the ainan metamazo. And then I'm a time to each other. So your two hands together as one. Many people's hands all together touching is not a problem of one hand being a time to the others. If they're being washed together, they're viewed as one hand. The only problem is if you pour on one hand and not the other hand, and now you touch them, so then the tumma is going to transfer from the hand that wasn't washed to the hand that was washed. Says the Mishiburus of Katan Nun. If you wash both together, you're fine. If you wash only one hand, we had this case earlier, you washed one hand and you took from the leftover water that washed that hand and threw it onto the second hand. Even if your two hands did not touch each other. And your kavonin pouring it onto your right hand was that your right hand will then spritz it back onto the left hand. Still your left hand is and the reason is you didn't use the kli on your left hand. You only use the kli on the right hand. Throwing it with your hand onto the other hand does not work. 
Again, if you have four or five people with hands are touching side by side on top of each other, they're not metame each other. They're all considered like one hand. If you'd give them a vur, we learned earlier, if you remember, in a pressing situation where you're limited with water, you would not need a separate revias for each person's hands. Revias can cover two people's hands. If you have double of a revias, which is a chatsi lug instead of a quarter of a lug, then it can wash three or four people's hands. Again, as long as you have enough water that it actually goes over all the parts of the hands that that amount of water needs to go. Says the Mechaber Vaita, we'll do one more sif, sif vav. Notol shte yodav, you washed your two hands. Zola atzma vizola atzma, you washed one hand by itself and then the other hand by itself. Vinimla kishenotol amayim shniim. And then you changed your mind when you came to do the second pouring. V'higia yodav zola zo. And then you joined your hands together for the mayim shniim. V'shofach ashteim ka'achas. And you had the water poured on both of them together for round two. So yodav tameos. Your hands are tamei. Mipnei shekeshet seiraf yodav zola zo. When you joined your hands together. L'kabel ha-mayim shniim. To receive the second pouring. Nitmu yodav b'nigyosam zola zo. You have been metame each hand from the other when you touch each other. Because the water on one hand is the water on the other hand and the hand and vice versa. Because the only way that you count two hands as one is that they're together mitrila. But here you pour it on one hand, separately you pour it on the other hand, then you touch your hands together, you already got problems. So now that you're pouring the mayim shniim on together, it's not going to help you. When you pour the second Pouring with the hands together, you have not purified the water from the first pouring. Because since each hand became tame from its friend. Rather, the opposite is true. By pouring the second water over them together, you're making it worse because all that water is becoming tummy as well. And what must you do? You must dry your hands. And you have to start over and wash them both together from the beginning. The Ramos says, Certainly, so certainly you should be careful if you put over one hand two times, you put over one hand only one time, you certainly should be careful over there because the one that was poured one time, the water is tummy and it's going ahead and being matami your second hand. Says the Mishaburas of Kotanundays, Nitmu Yadav. We said again, you wash over each one individually and then you put them together for the Mayim Shniim. That's no good, they matami each other. Because the first pouring where the water is less than revius, that water is tummy from the hands, and the water on this hand goes in the tummy, the other hand, and vice versa, the cannabis of Dalit. You have to go back, dry the hands, and you have to wash them all together as one. As we know already, that even if you're washing both hands together, one revius is enough to pour on both together at one time, and you're good to go, like we learned in Siv Dalit and Siv Hay. And finally, Siv Kotan Nun Dalit, Vekoshke and Lizar, the Ramah said, so you should be careful not to have your hands touching each other when one was washed with two pourings and one was only washed with one pouring. 
Lashon Zeh, the Mashmos of the Ramah over here is, the Afba Zeh Hadin, that even in this case the Din is, the Imnaga, that if the hands touched, Tzorech L'Nagei V'Lach Sovelito, you'd have to dry your hands and start again and wash over again. V'chein Kosov Levush, and so too writes Levush, V'ayin L'Elbis Sivkotem Memches, Shiyesh Deos Baposkem Bazeh, we actually had earlier on in tonight's year, in Sivkotem Memches, it was actually a Machlokas Aposkem, but here the Mishabur is telling us that the Ramah is taking on that one side, that when your hand touches the other hand, the one is tar, one is tummy, you would actually have to dry it and start over the Natil again. We'll stop here and continue with Shem tomorrow with Sev Zayin. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Mara McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at ShasIlluminated.org.